Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by Barabort Jewelers in Glastonbury, Connecticut. BarabortJewelers.com And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Engaged and Inspired Podcast. This is DJ Sam. And this is Kia. Today's episode is sponsored by Barable Jewelers. Join them at BarableJewelers.com. Let's be honest, planning a wedding is tricky. And at Be Engaged and Inspired, we'll share our knowledge to help you navigate these tricky waters and leaving you feeling inspired. We're going to talk about some ABCs of wedding lingo. Wedding terminology? I love, words. I love me some terminology because I always say some of these wedding terminologies wrong. So... I, well, remember, sometimes they can also be uh, culturally or traditionally named something else in different cultures. I think it's cultural. And it might be cultural. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, obviously, well, I guess I shouldn't say obviously. No, don't say obviously. An altar. We know what an altar is, right? Do you? An altar is a structure made up of flowers or an arch or a piece of wood. Or just where you end up standing to say, I do. There you go. It doesn't have to be a structure, no, does it? It does not. I mean, obviously in churches, sometimes the altar is obviously the front of the church where he's yeah. like we're inside the church. But if you're getting married out in a field, you can create that altar to be whatever you want it to be. And it doesn't have to have all of the bling. And it can just be a square mat. It can just be a square mat. And that's what we would call an altar. Yes. So, in review, then, an altar can be many things. <laughs> yes, it can. So, any other A's that you don't know? Well, I don't know how to pronounce this one, but I, I call it applique. It's an applique. Oh. So, this is usually... Well, how, how do you spell it, then? Oh, yeah. I can't spell it. English isn't my first language. A-P-P-L-I-Q-U-E. And it's pronounced? Applique. So this can be some sort of piece of fabric or lace that's sewn onto like a base fabric. It gives you that um, sort of like when you look at a dress and you see parts of it look almost like 3D or they're popping out or they're having some sort of. Okay, so it has to be on a dress. It can't be a man's suit. Um, I guess it could be. I'm, hmm. I'm, I don't care. You can okay. put an applique wherever you want to put them. I didn't know that. That's why I'm asking the question. So, I mean, some people will like sew one like inside the suit if it's something sentimental. Okay. Like, so, you know, if you wanted to like wear a piece of your mother's dress, you could sew it into the side of your suit. It's like a little nice sweet thing. Just and that's just, just on wedding dresses typically. Typically then. it's just yeah. on wedding dresses. Yeah. But it can also be like the beading. It can be like the flowers that are put on. Those are all appliques. And I'm sure okay. the next time that we have uh, Julie Allen Bryant. Yeah. yeah Julie Allen Bridal's here. They'll be able to help us out on that one. Okay. Uh, I'll do the next one. Black tie. Okay. You're always dressed in a black tie when I work with you. So uh, that means that I always do black tie weddings. You maybe not always. I <laughs> so, think so, you usually do black tie optional. So what is a black tie wedding? So black tie wedding um, is sort of requesting that all of your guests come in ball gowns, tuxedos, really fancy suits, sometimes bow ties, sometimes not. They can be vests and a tie and a cummerbund. It's just meant to be that it's definitely a fancier occasion. Right. And black tie optional is the only difference in it is that you're saying, um, you know, still please dress up. Please understand that some of us will be very dressed up, right. but you don't necessarily like have to have like a ball gown. You could come in a cocktail dress. And if I'm not mistaken, for the gentleman, 
you have to wear a jacket in order for it to be yes formal black tie. Formal. And then when you say black tie optional, then uh, that gentleman could take off his jacket. Well, I mean, you're allowed to take the jacket off during well, the black yes, tie. But, 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 I'm, the, but yes, but yeah. especially for ceremony and, and maybe for like the dinner part of it yes. and stuff, you sh- you're, you're supposed to be fancier. This is not something that happens very often anymore. I think a lot of people really want their guests to feel comfortable. Yeah. But it is one of those great things that when you're thinking about it, like where you're going and location really matters what you should be wearing. Absolutely. As a guest. I, I don't see any reason why going to a wedding, you, you should wear blue jeans and boots. No. Unless that's... That's the style. That's the style. And that's the theme that, that, yes. that they want. You should always be, be dressed up. And I'm going to get into trouble for this one. You probably will. I think photographers should be dressed up too. <laughs> Told you I was going to get in trouble. Oh, yes. Well, there goes all of our photographers who listen, and we're never going to have another one as a guest. Um, I do agree, but a lot of times they are wearing uh, a lot of gear. You're not running around with your gear. So I think that has a lot to play with it. And because photographers are ones who sometimes I've seen them like get on the ground. I've seen them climb up on... Like onto like a ledge or tree. And I agree. They're not going to be in any of the pictures, which is what somebody yes. mentioned to me, that we don't need to be dressed up. But I have to look at you. I have to look at your rear end because you're usually standing in front of me. <laughs> and, you know, I don't want to be sexist or anything, but ladies, they should be in, in black. Something black. We're all, yeah, our staff is always in black. Yeah. The, and depending, the, if we're on a farm, we may be a little bit more casual than I think I probably would have been a few years right. ago. But if I'm in, you know, when I go into a country club... You know, we're in heels and yep. and we're following the country club's rules because yep. some of them, guess what, don't allow flip-flops. Uh. If you can one day ask Heidi Hansen <laughs> about that experience. <laughs> and now she did not do anything wrong. I just want to like say that we were having a very quick walk-in, drop something else off, and they asked her to leave because, because she had, flip-flops, she had on. flip-flops on. And yep. we were also headed to like a farm wedding Right after, right after, and really had not. I mean, she had other shoes in the car, so she yeah. did actually go change. But we were dropping off literally just a box, and they required you to wear uh-huh. proper shoes. But that's their rules and regulations. So anyway, going back to my photographers, no need to offend anybody, but I'm just saying from my personal standpoint, black it looks really good, even if it's a black t-shirt and a mm-hmm. black pants. Uh, coming in in flip flops and jeans, and I, I even had one photographer who shall remain nameless. Come in shorts. <laughs> I once had an intern who arrived for setup in what I think were shorts. And you couldn't I, tell. I couldn't tell. And I had to ask them. And I, you know, now pretty Looking much back. always say right away, like, this is our dress code. This is what we're doing. Yep. Talking about dress codes and dresses yes. and things, do you know what a bustle is? Isn't that the thing that you you roll up the back of the dress so that it looks <laughs> all nice? It's not like a curtain that you're oh. like rolling up like, like a Roman shade. But it's the back of the dress that you shove up the back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's sort of meant a way so that the bride can continue dancing with some sort of ease, especially if they've had like a train. Their dress has been very long, just right. beautiful if you're walking down a church aisle down a field whatever they're gorgeous but then there's a point where you have to logically like do something with it yes Yes. i know that i've seen cool dresses that no longer have bustles because you can actually just remove the train part of it absolutely that's a great idea i think that's like the best idea in the entire world because then i'm not having to fix a bustle issue or you can unbustle and just wear another dress for dancing there you go i love that now i some people feel like that's like the wrong thing to get rid of the bridal gown but that's 
it's I say it's up to you. Also, sometimes culturally, when I've had Indian weddings, we we've oh, had yeah. one set of traditional dress, and then they'll switch into a different love type of dress. That. I love it. Love They're the cool. sari and yes. all those colors and everything. Everything's nice and bright. Oh, absolutely. But yes, and here's here's one of my favorite terminologies that I always am questioned at when I say it, because I say it from the British standpoint: the bouquet. Well, now I don't know how to say it. Now you just messed it up in my bouquet. head. It's not a bouquet. It's a bouquet. Yeah, I think I say it too. But then my European descent, like, yeah, then maybe that's why I say it that way too. But I don't think I call it a bouquet. But bouquet, bouquet. When I say it's time for the bouquet and garter ceremony, they're like, what the hell are you doing? What, what, bow and K? Oh, yeah. Another one is the boutonniere. Boutonniere, that's another... Uh, that one's the one that I always misspell. Yeah. That's, so thank God for spell check. That's the little flower that goes into the left lapel of the gentleman's jacket. Yes. And I'm pretty good at pinning those on. Um, if you've never pinned one before, I don't recommend wedding day the day to do it. No. Because if you mess it up, typically there might be a backup or maybe two, but not for all of you if you've all and messed make, up. And make sure there's a hole actually in the jacket. Because the jacket usually comes with a little stitched. Not anymore, area. Sam. They don't. No. You have to. They have to. I actually pin it through. Mm-hmm. And I know how to pin. You know, pin through all of it to make sure that it's like not going to one side or well, falling the, over or being. In the squished. olden days. Yes. Well, that <laughs> was the reason it was called a boutonniere because right. there's like a little like spot for you to put it, <laughs> and then if you smelled something horrible, you were supposed to like sniff your own chest. There you and go. That's cover the story up whatever, behind it. Yeah. Whatever those types of smell things are. Um. Hmm. So, obviously, you know what a celebrant is? That's the officiant. Yes. But it's a fancy term for it. Well, I think it depends. Like, depending if you're at a church, it could be a priest, it could be a father. There's so many different terms for this, so this might be the right way. True, because it may be a a two males or two females getting married. So, Mm -hmm. you're celebrating their love. Yes. And they may want to have something. Yeah. That third option, and those are you know we had uh, Mary Coburn here, yes, um, which we love her. She's an amazing officiant, but I think she did call herself a celebrant too because she, she absolutely she does. So I think it's how they want to be, you know, be known as, be known as, like a, a, a DJ and a reception entertainment director. You can either yes. spin or discs, which I don't even know why we call ourselves disc jockeys because because we'd have to change like an entire culture and that would just take forever and you would never get hired again if you just totally changed what the industry name for yourself is i'm reception entertainment director and people are asking me what do you do Mm -hmm. but that's what that's what we literally do now playing music is just a part of that reception entertainment like there's times where i'm a day of coordinator which is a joke because it's not like i just showed up that day and then knew what to do (laughs) but i've been dealing with them for months um sometimes even for years but maybe not have been part of all of the planning Right, right but i've at least know what's going on that day and i'm like the the couple's voice and vision and and their person to make sure but it definitely did not just happen to walk into whatever venue and just be like hey hey let me see if I can do this. This is going to work. Which is different than an on-site coordinator, because an on-site coordinator is something that the venue is providing you. Uh, that's right. There's a big difference. That's right. And I've, I do that role as well at, at our yep. Engage Connecticut venues. Um, our crew is the on-site coordinator. Yep. And sometimes they'll hire a day of coordinator, which is totally fine. The more people to wrangle people, I just always think it's better. 
But that, that's a great definition of both of those terminologies mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. You have to get to know your terminologies. We have to do this again. I think we should go through the entire alphabet and explain. So we did ABCs. Yes. Okay. So I think the next time we should carry on. Okay. Sounds good to me. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Fly Musicians, custom lighting and photo booth. When your wedding entertainment has to have the amazing music be fun, organized, and unforgettable, your choice has to be Atmosphere Production. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com That's www.atmosphere-productions.com DJs, live musicians, custom lighting and photo booth. Atmosphere Productions. Thank you for making Barabalt Jewelers your wedding jewelry destination. From your engagement to wedding day, we've got you covered with engagement rings, wedding bands, and wedding party gift ideas. We welcome you to make an appointment and visit our styling lounge in our store. Barabalt Jewelers in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook or at barabaltjewelers.com. Hi, I'm Al Mashioki. This is Chrissy Beef. Hey, it's Lauren from Julie Allen Bridal. Hi, I'm Dave Noonan from Modern Photographic. This is Marty Q. This is wedding celebrant and officiant Mary Hi, I'm Mary Carlson from MJ Decorations. And I listen to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. And I love listening to DJ Sam and Kia. And I always listen to DJ Sam and Kia on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. Listen Listen and and download download on on iTunes iTunes or Google Google Podcasts. And you should too. Engage Connecticut offers couples the opportunity to work with experienced wedding planners, one-of-a-kind wedding venues, along with design and wedding rentals. We plan real weddings for real couples. Located in West Hartford, serving all of New England, Look for us on Facebook and Instagram under EngageCT and at www.engagedct.com. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by Barabort Jewelers in Glastonbury, Connecticut. BarabortJewelers.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. The Engaged and Inspired podcast. Welcome back. DJ Sam and Kia here. And it's my favorite topic. It's you my know favorite what it is. Topic too. You it's know what it is. It's wedding mishaps. It's wedding mishaps. <laughs> and we have here Chrissy Barabold from Barabold Jewelers. And she's going to give us some great tips. Hi. Hi. Thank you for dropping in. Well, you're welcome. So when I deal with rings, usually the wedding mishaps that I see is like someone like the best man forgot them upstairs in the hotel room, or maybe someone convinced like that their nephew should actually carry them down the aisle, which I don't (laughs) allow typically at all. And then they'll throw it or something happens or something tight. Yeah. Or someone's (laughs) dropped a ring as they're trying to slide it on. But those are the mishaps that I usually see with rings. But I'm sure you've heard some things. Anything to share? I have. I share no names. have the ultimate. Wedding mishap. And this happened to one of the girls that works, one of the Barabalt Jewelers crew. She just got married. Oh, no. And she had this beautiful wedding planned. Everybody's going on the cruise and everybody's ready to go. It's two weeks away. Mm. And a crane falls on her cruise ship. What? No. Did you guys hear about this on the news? No. This was a couple months ago. So she can't go. In the, and it's canceled. She <gasps> can't get to St. Thomas. Every, I mean, she has like probably... 50 or 60 people coming on this cruise ship. So plot twist, right? 
It's a huge wedding mishap. <laughs> yes. But wow, she just, she pulled it together. Her friend was like, use my timeshare in Mexico and whoever can come, come. So they ended up getting married on that same day still. Oh, great. But had to, you know, divert thing. to Mexico. St. Oh. <laughs> Thomas in Mexico, that is a little bit of a difference. Oh my gosh. But that has to be really scary. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. possible. Oh. And at that point, you just got to go with the flow. But if you are having a destination wedding, please do not put your rings in your checked baggage. Please. <laughs> keep them in your carry on yes absolutely so people people do that i i i I don't know it's just a tip it's just a tip because like i said we say the same thing for for your wedding dress or anything that's really important make sure that that's something you carry on to the the plane so i know i've also watched people who really struggle to put a ring on on wedding day which like sort of is a mishap which i always sort of tell people like not to force it because maybe your fingers are a little swollen a little stressed. Sam, I'm sure you've seen things as a DJ doing ceremony music. Yes. Well, it's typically to do with uh, some mishap with the ring falling. I remember at St. Clement's uh, once, I they, they went to exchange the ring. You know, when the best man gives the ring to the groom and they dropped it. So both of them are just scrambling around next to the bride while trying to find the ring in the grass. Not a good scene oh to see. Yes. At least they weren't like on a dock or something where it could fall through. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's happened too. Yes. <laughs> sure that does. Those are things people don't think about when you're like, oh, you know, we're going to get married out here in the sand or whatever. And they hand it to somebody who's, I don't know, being flimsy or their pockets might have a hole in it. I've seen that happen too. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it falls through and you it don't know where through. it's gone. Mm-hmm. Oh. Have you ever had people come oh back and gosh. say, well, we lost the ring. <laughs> we, we have to do it again. We hear a lot of, about people losing their wedding bands on their honeymoon. So oh, just yeah. make sure if you're going to a tropical destination, when you go in cold water, your yeah. fing- sometimes your ring can slide off if it's not the perfect fit. Just be aware of it and yeah. don't lose your ring in the water. Yeah. <laughs> because these are things you don't, That's, you're also you not used to wearing it usually on the honeymoon you're time. You're still getting used to wearing a ring yeah. most of the time. Most of the time. So you're not necessarily, like you're not, it's not instantaneous feeling like oh, something's missing. You may not notice it till later. And it's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. Well, the nice thing though is if they've you know ordered it from you, you can actually replace the exact same thing. Yes, of course. So yes. We'll, we'll look it up. Reorder you one. <laughs> but it's the one you got married in, so you know we you can take it to be blessed. You can. I even had a client recently come in on the other side of wedding mishap, wanting to create one where got engaged on a sailboat and had me give him an extra box and put like a fishing weight in it and actually tricked her and gave her that box. No. And pretended to trip and the box went no, in the ocean. that's great. And the captain was holding the real ring. I'm sure he tri- checked it a hundred times before he did this, but that's great. I would keep looking she at like that box. She fell on the floor and for, would, he let her think that. I would have loved to see I, that. I love tricks like that. This couple is amazing. They are wonderful, love- a wonderful couple, but that's humor is their thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it has to be. I mean, getting married, Could you do have to have a sense feeling? of humor, but... Well, my wife, when I proposed to her, I, I specifically... Uh, took her to Antigua and I had the box in my coat and as we walk into the hotel room I said oh sorry I gotta go to the bathroom so I kind of pushed her out of the way went into the bathroom <laughs> very romantic yes I know <laughs> she she mentions that every time and I put the ring on the the counter in the bathroom and said oh, I'm all set and I walk out and then yeah. she went in and she's like ah! <laughs> what's this in here I said well, I don't know I didn't, you I didn't do it you left the ring in I the left bathroom the ring <laughs> Sam, the Honestly, fact that this woman is still married to you. That's, I know. Sam. She puts up with an awful lot, but uh, that's the little Who trick. Who puts a ring in the bathroom? I know. <laughs> 
But that's the, and then I went down on one knee and said, "Would you marry me?" Of course. In the bathroom? Yeah, in the bathroom. Okay. This is in, in, in Antigua, which is very beautiful bathroom. I'm down sure there, it was by a really way. nice bathroom. Oh yes, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Nothing like remembering every time you walk into the bathroom that you got engaged in, in the one. bathroom. But, <laughs> That does sound kind of bad, Sam. I know. Now, now that you're saying it, mm-hmm. it, it was romantic at the time. I do feel like today when you go home, you might have to take your wife out for lunch or oh. dinner or something. Maybe uh, repropose. Uh, uh, yes. I'm not Maybe going, try I'm not something going home. like that. You're not going home, yeah. <laughs> Definitely when this well, airs, don't my, go my home. My thought was if she said no, I would have left her there, taken the ring and gone back home. See, I had it all plotted out. Way to be positive. (laughs) Good Lord. So I'm sure when people come into the shop, you're being positive with everyone. Now, we know that sometimes people bring a lot of family members in. And hopefully they all have great positive attitudes. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure you've seen a few times where somebody sneers a little bit or glares at a ring. Sort of what's the... You can always tell who that person is going to be, can't you? Who's going to be unhappy. She's trying to be be very polite. I am. I'm so polite. That's why I don't know what to say. Yes, I do. It does I'm a good read. Yes. Mm -hmm. You don't need to mention any names, but I'm sure you you got that look. What I do, though, is I always, right, I always, I'm in support of the couple or the person or whatever. So whatever else is going on around me, that's just my job to refocus on Mm -hmm. what we're here for, you know, and who it's here for. And so... That's what, like Lauren was saying when we were talking about dresses. You can always tell like the one person who they've brought along who may not be right. really enthusiastic Who's about it. Who's not the most helpful, maybe. Yes. For and whatever reason. Whatever you know? reason. Yeah. This is why you should bring positive people. People who don't plan on proposing in a bathroom. <laughs> you had to bring that back up again. I did. If anyone's <laughs> planning on doing that, just come to Barabalt Jewelers and we'll give you some different proposal yes. ideas. I mean, there even you your lounge complimentary. Be <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Provide you with some champagne. Well, I'm not doing up. it again. Okay, good. Once was enough. Has anybody ever proposed in the store? Oh, yeah. Yes. They have. Yes, we've had proposals in our inner store. Oh, yes. Wonderful. Oh my God, that yes. has to be. Do you know that it's coming? It's so exciting. We have known. Yes. Oh, okay, good. We've helped out and had the flowers getting ready to come out, and we usually oh, have them awesome. on them before. So, oh my God, it's the best. Okay, because that's way better. Because that would also be shocking to you to be like, oh. Guess you are gate taking. No, we have all kinds of surprise (laughs) moments because people get inspired and they're in love and they're in the moment. And so we roll with it always. But it's cool when we know it's coming. Now, that's very cool. Being in the moment sometimes is the right thing. Absolutely. Always. Okay. Well, hopefully, if anybody needs some rings that they don't need to have mishaps with, they can come visit you where? At Barabalt Jewelers, 81 Rankin Road in Glastonbury. And they can find and share all of their sort of bling of themselves and rings and stuff online. Yes, come look, share, visit us on Instagram and Facebook on our Barabalt Jewelers page. And our website is barabaltjewelers.com, B-A-R-I-B-A-U-L-T, jewelers with an S dot com. Okay, awesome. That's great. I would ask you for like a parting tip, Sam, but I, I am still at a loss for words and I what? don't want anybody to follow in your footsteps at this moment <laughs> no, no i'm not a role model for anybody so uh make sure you go to you throw a great party though <laughs> yeah he's both waiting. still talk about my wedding to this day <laughs> Thank he's you, good with the after you, stuff like it's it just, just creates before a stuff. great party vibe yes. <laughs> if you would like to go to our website all the w's.atmosphere-productions.com and you will see eight questions that you must ask your wedding vendor before you 
book them because it's very important that you get those tips and <laughs> suggestions so you don't do like what I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, thank you so much for joining us, Chrissy, and I hope everybody's back next week. You. Remember, you can download us for free off of iTunes and Google Play. Um, you can also find all of these episodes on engagect.com. And we look forward to hearing other stupid things that Sam has done next week. Yeah, I may not be back next week. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by Barrowbought Jewelers in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Barrowboughtjewelers.com. Produced and copyrighted by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engaged Connecticut. Engaged Connecticut.